This is your announcer, Chuck Blandington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. The first day of summer is only days away, and all of us at the Livecast are getting ready. Noah bought a new bikini to show off your grappling muscles. Darren bought sunblock so he doesn't get burned at the Mets game. Rob booked a weekend getaway at the shore. And Sid, he shifted all his couch cushions over so his seat at home stays comfy. Stay pasty, Sid. Stay pasty. And now, here is the Metal Injection Livecast. Pasty Sydney! Pasty Sydney! Pasty Sydney! Pasty Sydney! Rule of threes. I also like pastry Sydney. Tasted a little bit like it's sour. What, what kind of pastry came to your mind when no said that? Oh. Easy, easy. An eclair? Yeah. Is that like a like I prefer, a? I prefer eclair. How is it spelled? With an e. But pronounced with an a. Yeah, that's how I just say it. It's it's correct, Rob. Sid likes Sorry. to. That is correct. It is how he says it. Eclair, eclair. Sid yeah. would be an eclair because he likes to be stuffed with cream. Mm-hmm. What did you think it was? Eclair. Eclair. Eclair was like an electronic Claire. Eclair. <laughs> yeah, my electronic friend Claire. <laughs> Eclair. I've never heard. I, I'm not even making fun of you. I'm just being serious. Eclair. I've never heard anyone say it's eclair. eclair. It's French. It's a French word. Eclair. Eclair. How silly of me. Of course, as someone who, <laughs> I was, who speaks French. I was at a birthday thing for my dad this weekend at my uh, aunt's place, and they busted out this like giant container of like. Just f- frozen eclairs, like from the freezer. Oh, oh like I'm the like, Costco brand. Yeah, what? There was like forty-eight like of the them. Mini, in there. Yes. The mini, the mini eclair. Yeah, and they're like, these wow. are amazing. You gotta have them. I'm like, but they're I think it's just called a- Sassam Bush or something like that. I it's beg like, your pardon. Say that again. Sassam <laughs> Bush. Wait, hold on. I have to look I, it up. I'm not even doubting you. It's never. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Those those little balls, right? Bush so, means were, so, like face, right? Ovular. What does bush Mouth. mean? Mouth. Okay. So what does sassam mean? Uh, wait, hold on. You got a sassam boosh, young lady. Cream those lips. Keep keep telling those. Uh, so so they were like, you have some. They're amazing. I'm like, but you just took them out of the freezer. I want to oh. let them cool off. And they're like, no, no, no. They're best like this. And I took a bite. Damn near chipped my fucking tooth. Yeah. The cream was still fucking frozen. <laughs> my <laughs> relatives are out of their wait, goddamn minds. Wait a minute. What did you expect? Of course it was still like. But they told me, like, no, this is the best way to eat it. I, I did I that once. What do they know? I had something exactly. similar happen to me when I was in one of my very fatter stages. And uh, they have these cream puffs in the... Um, uh, they're not sassenbush. <laughs> they have them in the supermarket or whatever. Uh, so I would get them. And one time I was coming home from the supermarket and I just couldn't wait to eat mm. the. And I didn't realize it was in the frozen section. It was. I just went into a case, got it, mm-hmm. and it was frozen. And I took a big ass oh. bite and, and just ah, God just bit damn. right into a block of ice. Sucks. The worst thing about it is then that's one cream puff ruined. Right, yeah. Like, you're not going to put it to the side and finish it once it thaws. Why not? Just wait a few minutes. That's such fat logic. Put it on a plate. (laughs) What do you mean? I'm on a bus like, oh, I fucking ruined one of these 85 cream puffs and I can't have it. Oh, I, I missed the part that you were on the bus. I thought you were at home. No. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. I said I couldn't wait to get home. So I had to just dig into the bag and eat this shit like now. My apologies. I'm not really finding it. I don't remember. That's no, everyone. She's a liar. Uh. (laughs) Fuck you, Rob. How dare you? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't like that, Jew. You can say anything else, but I got it. Oh, sorry. It's called. Crockenbush. Oh, I've heard of that before. Yeah, they like, did that it's on like a um, tower. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of two pastry balls filled into a cone and bound with Mm. threads of caramel. Gordon uh, Ramsay did that on one of those competition shows. Yeah. Am I a liar now, Rob? Well, about yes. sauce and boosh, you are. Yeah, well, I, I was what one word off. What is sauce and boosh other than the six episode title? Right. Yeah. It's because no I was way. thinking of your French when you were saying that drop where you say sauce-on. เออเซอร์ชูเซชเอ่อซอยวีเนเวอร์เกตทูเดสชูเชชเอ่อซอยวีเนเวอร์เกตทูเดสชูเชชเอ่อซอยวีเนเวอร์เกตทูเดสชู
you know, when when we had Jamie on, he he recommended a bunch of bands that they're taking on the road that are unconventional. So I was like, okay, I want to like explore a little bit. So I downloaded Wake Up Phase Springs Eternal, and I would really love it if we could listen to it on the show. Oh, okay. because sure. it reminded me of a of a superstar that we've played on here before. What a superstar! It just just a super like Alex Skolnick. So you're what's saying the, what's the name of the song? Wicca. No, well the artist Wicca. W i c c a. One moment. <laughs> Rob's loading it. Starting up Wicca. And thank and thanks for the call, the? Chelsea. Flicka, F-L-I-C-C-A. No, W. Flame. No problem. Sorry, I spaced out for a second. Oh yeah, no, I I wasn't sure if you're still on the line. Uh, you're welcome to stay on the line. Yeah. Wicca face brings eternal. Yeah. Can you just like play like any song from this guy? (laughs) So you're saying we're gonna recognize something similar to this once we hear it? Okay. Just like once you hear his voice. Oh no. I want to see if it reminds you of this. We're gonna put you on hold, Chuck. Oh, there, there, I hear it. There's Slow Mo's new project. Is Uncle Cracker? Yeah, okay. You were just. Oh, sorry. I I just picked the most popular song. (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) My secret place. You sound like El Dutorino? Oh, it's because his nose is clogged? Is that what you're going for? No, I wasn't going for that. I, I really thought it was that. I'm out of ideas. Okay, I would love it if you could do a mashup with our baby boy Banks. That's High heater. Really? Oh, I, yeah, I'll do it. No problem. I'm not hearing it, though. Maybe this will help. Ready? Yeah. No? Definitely more El Dutorino. Yeah. <laughs> Should have just played along with that suggestion. Yeah. The song's called Stories of Thailand. I mean, how much more on the nose could you be? But he speaks like perfect English, though. It's not very good, but it's, he's not like mispronouncing words or anything. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> about what? About this uh, this band. That, like, I, is, I didn't hate it. Yeah, it was not the worst thing I've ever heard. Certainly heard a lot worse on Thrasher or Trash, that's for sure. It sounds like uh, Cake's first demo or something. No. <laughs> it sounds sort of to me like like a modern day version of Bright Eyes, if um, anybody remembers Bright Eyes. Yeah. It's that kind of vocal, but now he's got like electronic elements in there. So it's just like what kids today would sound like if they did that Bright Eyes sound. He sounds like he's singing with a bunch of crocking bush in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Jealous? Area yes. code 734, you're on the live cast. The mouth. Hey, this is uh, Ky- uh, this is Dave. I mean, this is Kyle calling. I have Hello. a question for the middle injection cans. Okay, shoot. Okay, what's up, Kyle Mustaine? I mean, Dave. Justice. Is, is it is it true that anus looking causes sepsis? <laughs> Give me a few more years, I'll let you know. 
Oh. You know what he's that is? he's referencing a very old. Uh huh. Uh, oh yeah. It was that crazy uh, Christian guess. lady. Yeah. Isn't she the Secretary of Health and Human Services now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, she's probably on the list next time they have to replace that position. <laughs> or uh, Surgeon General. Anus licking causes sepsis. <laughs> That's a deep uh, cut. Yeah. That's not even... I mean, we don't even play her clips that much anymore at all, but that's not even one that we did play yeah, when it was new. Well, uh, that's... <laughs> if that is, that, I believe that is Kyle, who, from our email correspondence, tells me he listens to us every day. So oh, I'm yeah. sure oh. he's a... Cr- By the way, Kyle, like last week, Sydney, you... Uh, put out a request into the metal injection live cast ether uh, uh, asking people to start tallying who no, came up yeah, oh you did Darren you yeah. did that my apologies uh, asking who took who came up with the most episode titles start tallying which right. one of us who said who not said it not yet. necessarily like thinking to yeah. make a title out of it yeah I said I was probably the one that called out the most of them, which means yeah. I probably said the mm. least of them. I would yeah. think that's rational. That's not well, reasonable. Kyle sent a few. Wow, uh, Kyle, great job. And it was, uh, you know, a little, a little out of order. But then, Jeez. Uh, I mean, but still, thank you for the yeah, contribution. For I, didn't, I didn't mean it. Uh, I, I didn't mean to throw shade. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, Ross Gnarly. <laughs> Uh, one ups him. One ups him, and from episode two ninety nine to three twenty three, damn, wow. he uh, tallied them. Oh, <laughs> I guess a few of them are probably obvious that you don't even have to listen. Uh, you, remember, you remember what was said or whatever, or they're just said early on enough that you could just listen to like the first fifteen minutes and be done. That's but true. like in the in those episodes, the tally is. Well, do you guys want to guess who who? Uh, well, Sean is in that uh, that time period, right? Or is he not? No. Okay. So, so or just the four of us. Well, there could be a guest saying it too. Right. That is true. Yeah. All right. There I'll are, say the are. guest has the least, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'll say Rob is first. I'm second. Noah's third, and Sid not is Sid. fourth. Okay. My guess would be that, except Noah second, Darren third. Okay. And Noah. Uh, you don't have a dog in the race. <laughs> why do you keep? Because like, you're a liar. No, no. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'm gonna lie about my feelings right now. Oh. Uh, I think Ra. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I say a lot of like stupid things that end up being the show title. <laughs> so I'll pick myself as first. Oh. Then Darren, Rob, and Sid. Okay. Okay. That is a lie. <laughs> uh. I I am first with nine. Okay. Darren is second with five. No, uh, Sid is third what? with fourth with four. Wow. Noah has two, and then guests none have the five. Wow. Someone other so I than guess the four guests of us. are tied with Darren. Wow. wow. I got to step it up. Well, that's a small sample. Yeah, yeah, it's a small sample. Uh, but a good thank you for that. Yeah, what did thank Kyle you. find? Let's see. What, what were Kyle's Very findings? I love this kind of data. Yeah. yeah, we're talking about episode titles. Uh, so Kyle, with Kyle, it was more just random episodes, and it wasn't like really a tally. Like four sixty seven, hard muff was three D, two thirty eight, nacho diploma, 
If you fail, they're going to say this is Nacho Diploma. That's 3D. <laughs> nice. Uh, I like this. Brick Rubin uh, <laughs> was me when I flubbed saying that the Black Sabbath album was produced by Brick Rubin. Brick Rubin. <laughs> <laughs> or perhaps that's what Sid heard because he likes to hear things that I don't know. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, then episode 101 is Fat Lizard three hour special <laughs> I guess uh, would be Sid saying you're a fat lizard which is Sid reinterpreting Shlomo calling Rush Limbaugh a fat loser, <laughs> fat loser, <laughs> fat loser. <laughs> and this is also the episode with Odorous Urungus which is why it's uh, a three hour special Wow. Uh, episode 66 Shlomo says what would be Sid <laughs> 68, get to the part where you're gay. Yeah, Would don't. be Sean. Yeah. Sean, Sean, for sure. Yeah. Uh, 80 is stop making me laugh. Noah. To Sid, because she had to pee really badly. <laughs> 76, I have a certificate. Noah. Uh, 205, squeeze your balls, kids. That would be me. And of Sid wonders if the pain Olympic videos may have awakened some listeners and Rob promptly suggests the kids... To squeeze their balls. Wow, that's been going on <laughs> since 205. Damn, <laughs> because you're not a liar, Rob. I, uh, you're telling the truth. Uh, 235 is sanctifying the peen out of the <laughs> schmata. <laughs> oh and that would be 3D. Uh, it sanctifies the pee out of the schmata on sway. Uh. Although Rob is the first one to change it to sanctifying <laughs> Uh, tie, so I guess we share that. We got a half point each. On this leaderboard. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so there's that. That's our episode title. That's fun. I like I like looking back at that kind of stuff. I have a trivia question mm-hmm. for the audience, the real hardcore listeners. The livecast Who, universe. Who's the first guest to appear on the show twice? Ooh. Ooh. Not reveal that. Can, can you mouth it to the rest of us? No, I want you to also guess. Um, and I want to mention you can listen to the archives, every single episode of the Metal Injection Livecast. Other sites would charge a fee to get the the premium. All the all the yeah, archives. like Mark Marin, he would do that to you. You know what? We charge bupkis. bupkis. Yeah. That's zero. Nil. Maybe buy a shirt. Donut. But hey, if you support us, yes, then you can buy a shirt. That would be nice. But you can listen to every episode whenever you want on Spotify, in the Apple Podcast app, Google Play, Stitcher. Tune in. If it's streaming, radio, or podcast, we're there, baby. You can always copy our RSS feed. And um, what does that stand for? RSS feed? The feed, I understand, is a word itself, but RSS. Uh,. Real time syndication service, I think. Rob's yeah. sexual services. Ooh. That's my titties, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got. Oh, we, the phones are blowing up. Wow. And uh, actually, we actually have a guest who we're going to get to momentarily. And a lot of fun on the show. We got Aaron from Blackfast. Let me call him in a second. But first, area code 570, you're on the live cast. Go ahead. Hello, Robbo. This is the Necrosexual. Hello, Uh, Necrosexual. How are you? Grim. (laughs) Where where are you calling us from? Uh, My grandmother's basement. Nice. Are you stretching your balls like Rob would be doing? 
Oh, I, I'll tell you. I, I play a game. I always play it, but it's called Lord of Antarctica. And it's what I call when I leave the freezer door open because I'm lord of the cold. But this this weather is brutal. My face pain is melting off. But uh, I'm just trying to endure. I hope you guys are doing all right over there as well. Very good. Well, we're living. We're, we're schwitzing. <laughs> but, uh... But are your balls droopy? Because <laughs> it's so sweaty. No, you know what? I'll tell you what's really got me dripping. Something that's been yanking my goat. Oh. Now, the internet news feed is a little bit slow in my grandmother's basement, but I saw something today about Papa John from Ghost calling out newer rock bands for their lack of ambition and talent. Yeah, he says rock bands need to step it up. How do you feel about that, Yeah. Necro? All right, well, it's been stepped. I just been step Papa. I don't care what. I can't keep track of his names. I don't know if it's uh, Cardinal Cumstain this week, or Bishop Ballsweat, or Deacon Dickhead. All right, but you give the necrosexual a six-string guitar, a four-string guitar, a single G-string thong. I don't care, and I can play circles around Ghost or any of his nameless fools until they get kicked out. Wow. Hand next week because it ain't paid. <laughs> wow, is that an open challenge to Ghost Cardinal Copia here exclusively on the Metal Injection Live cast? It's great. I'll tell you, it's more of a challenge. I'm going to challenge the Cardinal to a no-holds-barred, barbed-wire, yellow, back-alley Brooklyn brawl in the pit. Wow. Wow. They are playing the Barclay Center. This October, the crowd is going wild. They want to see Necro Unfortunately, versus Necro Cardinal. You will not be getting a pass, a backstage pass. So, good luck. Rob could hook you oh, up. Oh, shucks. I'll just have to settle for giving out heavy metal hand jobs in the parking lot. <laughs> nice. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Necrosexual. Is there anyone else you need All to right, call gentlemen. out? All right, gentlemen. Well, I, uh, I feel better already. Feel free. If there's anyone in the heavy metal world... That is that is uh, pulling your chain, busting your balls, or, or any other grinding weird, your gears. Grinding your gears. Thank you, Sid. Getting your goat. Yes. Putting a bat in your belfry. Yes. Preventing Yanking you from getting your corpse paint. Feel free to call into the Metal Injection livecast any Tuesday. Necrosexual at Necrosexual on social media. Is that correct? <laughs> the Necrosexual. Thank you, sir. <laughs> at the Necrosexual. There we go. Thank you, Necro. Oh. All right. What a, a nice pl- call. A pleasant promo. Ghost are headlining Barclays or opening? Yeah, for they're doing a headlining. Game. Oh, my God. Yeah, I didn't they're... realize they were that big. They yeah. had the number three album in the country last really? year. Really? 67. They appealed to It was to like multiple... 67 or 68,000 uh, uh, units. And of those, 65,000 were. Who were number uh, one and so two? Number one was, uh, Keith, was it Keith Urban? It was a country live album, some sort of. Album. Could be know. Keith Urban, Luke Bryan, Who Kenny knows? Chesney. But what I do know... Chester Bennington. Not him. Definitely not him. I do know that it wasn't him. I can say that. Buster Poindexter? <laughs> he should put out a new Doing record. old, old Negro, Negro spirituals? <laughs> All right. Uh, we got Aaron from yeah, Blackfast. Finally. <laughs> Gonna have him on the line. Uh, Blackfast, awesome. Blackened metallic hardcore. And they have a new album, Spectre of Ruin, out on July 13th via E1 Music. What was that name again? E1 Music. E1. No, the album name. Oh, yes. Spectre of Ruin. Hello, this is Aaron. Hello, Aaron. This is Rob. You're on the Metal Injection Livecast. 
Rob, thanks for having me. How are you guys? Great. Uh, I'm here with Noah. Hey. Sid. Hello. And 3D Hello, Darren. Hello, Noah. You. Dave. Sid. Sid. Sid and, call <laughs> Noah, Sid, and Darren. But call, call Sid Dave, definitely. I like that. Last but not least, Sid. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear you great. And uh, where, awesome, where, where, right on. where are we calling you from? Well, we're calling from New York. Where are you? Where are you located? You guys are calling me from New York. Next question. <laughs> now, where are you? <laughs> what are we wearing? I'm in St. Right? Louis. What are we wearing right now? Now you're in St. Louis. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're in I St. Am, Louis, yeah. what are the odds that your car is being broken into right now? Come on. Or your van, your your What's band van. Mean? There's a, there's a lot of uh, musician robberies in San. Really? Well, no. Well, well, that depends, car or van. My my car was last week. The van, I think, is okay right now. I, I guess I could go up and look. <laughs> this is actually the trick. We're distracting you while some of our uh, this is an inside associates. job. Yeah, Dave is breaking into your van. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, the car is good, but the van probably uh, not so not so good. <laughs> yeah, there was actually a big uh, bust recently. They felt like it, it was like a big corruption ring of of people busting into these uh, band vehicles. So it was to, a bust bust to steal uh, 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 <laughs> right to steal equipment and selling it. And they had like this whole scheme of, of how to get rid of this gear. Uh, and they found all this gear and, right. and, and people. Right? That must have been that must have been fun. Yeah. So so. So I don't know I don't know exactly the specifics, but I saw I saw a post and it was just pages and pages long of pictures of gear. Like basically, if you can prove this is yours, come and claim it. And I think they discovered like a house that was just completely full of full of stolen goods, which makes sense because it was it was uh, it was a lot of robberies. And you know I don't know if. Uh, I just don't know how how much more St. Louis was prone to this than like all the other cities in the right. states, but we certainly got the rap for it, and there were definitely like you know it's empirically true that there were a lot of break-ins here in St. Louis over the course of a couple of years. Right? Yeah, like it I, ha- happened to me. It happened to me a few times, but oh, I wow. had oh, really you know the I, I knew I knew that uh, I knew of what was kind of going on, and I drove a big red van, which was just made at a Target, so. And that was my vehicle for like a year. So, you know, I'd come out of a place and all my luck locks would be punched out and things would be rummaged mm. through. But, you know, I just didn't keep anything in there. But, yeah, yeah, it's certainly. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just you know, know. It, it might have. Oh, yeah. The Internet might have run with it, but yeah. there, there was certainly an element of truth to it. You can go and look at that police report. And it's it's, it's a lot of things. It's very unfortunate. It's a bummer. Uh, yeah, I, I just know anecdotally from like writing so many times like this band. uh this band has been robbed in St. Louis. Right. And it's just like, hey, I just remember writing after like the third or four ba- fourth band in, in a month. I was like, hey, band, maybe don't play St. Louis. Right. Oh, but then you're, you're depressed. Yeah, I mean, you could probably have like a CNN ticker scroller. It's probably muscle memory for your hands to type in. You know, you just had to augment whatever band you were posting about. Yeah, you, you don't want to know about my hand muscle memory. So then what do bands who are from St. Louis do? How do they what, play? I'm sorry? What about like local bands in St. Louis? What do they do when they want to play shows? Uh, you just do it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's. I haven't heard about a lot of it um, lately, but I think this is a um, an issue. Maybe maybe two or three years ago. So I haven't heard of. I haven't heard a lot of it in the last couple of years. But 
Have yeah, a- I mean, you just have to be really, really, you just have, really have to be diligent, like really, really fucking diligent. Um, just- and that's, I mean, I, you know, I, I walked out and I, you know, I, I found myself alone on a street corner one time going to my van for something with like a ring of dudes around it, oh. like about to break Whoa. into it, you know? And uh, that's just like, I was like, okay, well, this could go a couple different ways here. And luckily they just got in their car and drove off. Oh, and so they saw- car actually, but. Oh, wow. Oh my gosh. Do you think this ever happened to yeah, Nelly? So it- <laughs> to what? Nelly. He's well, he has his microphone. Yeah. Do you think his microphone got stolen over? outside of venue uh, yeah i mean so lucky. sure yeah <laughs> probably i don't know <laughs> well speaking of gear you worked at a, a guitar center so you i'm sure you you have plenty of, of experience dealing with gear and gearheads and uh you know as a as a consumer you know you think of guitar center and it's like hell because it's just walk in everyone's oh trying God. to play stairway to heaven or whatever <laughs> and uh, yes that is very right. accurate and so, like, what do you have some stories uh, to share? Sweet Child, actually. Not, oh. to, not to correct you, but it's Sweet Child. So that, that was the one you noticed the most. What, what were, like, the top three bad riffs? Sweet Child, Sweet Child, and Sweet Child. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. No smoke um, on the water. And then, yeah, and then, like, you know, and then, like, And Justice for All Era Metallica on a nah. telly or, <laughs> like, Inner Sandman on a bass, oh. like... <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you? Um, so I had, mostly sweet, mostly sweet child. I had to go to Guitar Center in San Francisco just to get like an adapter. It was the only place you can buy an adapter, and uh, like uh-huh. I was just like going and, and looking at the guitars, and there was this guy who was playing a guitar, and in front of him was his girlfriend, and she was just standing there looking at him, and I could just tell. That she she wanted to be anywhere else but, but there and he was just like noodling yeah, around yeah and it was a saturday afternoon right yes actually it, it was, was it was probably like a saturday it, it was probably a saturday afternoon it was um like it. i'm sure they were slammed um i'm sure he had no intentions of buying anything <laughs> and she was probably like four or five points out of his league <laughs> and she was sitting there bored right <laughs> yes that is that's exactly it yeah, I worked at Guitar Center for quite a while. I don't anymore, but I, but I, but I definitely did in my early twenties. Worked there for many years. What was like, like a less like a life lesson that you learned from Guitar Center from working there? Oh man, just don't do that. I guess like, <laughs> don't like if if you get a girlfriend who's like you know, like you're a four and she's an eight like don't take her to guitar center on saturday afternoon <laughs> yeah you already got two strikes against you don't uh, don't tempt fate yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah that was a big one and uh so also i see here that you you're big on the rubik's cube you could solve it in 30 seconds that's a good time now what is the strategy well i could okay so i i could in in college, mm. I could when I was like 19, and um, as like a little side anecdote, like may- maybe one of the sadder moments of my life was um, I was I was just like sitting like alone in my dorm room on like a Friday night because I had moved kind of far away from most of my friends and my roommate was gone for like you know a week or two at a time on drugs. So <laughs> I w- I just nice. learned how to solve a Rubik's cube and I was doing it on a Friday night and it exploded in my hands. 
<laughs> How? How did it explode? And I just, I just sat in despair. Oh. Was it the drugs? Like it didn't really explode. It's just you happened to take some of your roommates' just some drugs. mushrooms. Yeah, I probably, I probably ate a bunch of my roommates' drugs. Yeah. Now that I think about it. <laughs> so what? But like, is there, is there a strategy? <laughs> like, how, what do you? Like, I'm sure repetition no, there's is only, what got there's it. Like, no, there's, there's like, there's just like six like easy steps that you need to learn. And that's yeah. that's pretty much all there is. There's not a lot to it. Mm. There's like just five or six things that you need to know. And, and, but was, like, there's you can only play guitar for so many hours a day, uh, you know. So I like, I figured I would, uh, I don't know, pick up some other useless uh, things that I could, things that I could do yeah, to that... impress no one. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I was into these things. <laughs> well, if you were spending most of your time playing. Uh, playing the guitar on your own, then you probably didn't have anyone to impress anyway. So, oh, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Certainly. No. It's well. That's just a testament to all the hard work he had put in, into his craft. Okay. That was a compliment. Yeah. That's. I think. I think it's kind of like. I don't know. For for me, anyways, like I, I needed. I needed to just like be a like I don't know a solitary mm-hmm. person. You know, I don't want to say like a fucking loser because I was like. Uh, I was like a, uh, I was like a super cool dude, you know, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but sometimes <laughs> I you just need to, like, a lot of time just <laughs> kind of just playing guitar. And then, uh, you know, then I kind of like met some dudes who were like minded and, you know, we made it work. Yeah. And like, did you find it, um, kind of like meditative in a way? No, I think I was probably out of my fucking mind most of the time. <laughs> Completely sober too, by the way. Like I didn't. I don't, I don't, I've never uh, dabble in any drugs and didn't really even start drinking until I was 22, but um, was, wasn't like, I don't know, <laughs> was what, what might have been, might have been the first person to go jump off the roof at a party, you know, I don't know why. <laughs> Did you actually do that? Probably, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's just because you were so high strung because you weren't drinking. Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, exactly. I was like, ah, I can't take this shit. Um, what was it like working with uh, Eric Rutan from Hate Eternal on the album? Like, what's he like as a producer? For I mean, I think I think that the word, like, I don't know the the word that I always come back to is like just kind of mentor. Nice. Um, and he is he is an anchor. Like he's just a power. He's like, he's like a fucking ocean liner. And, you know, and we're like in a, uh, we're like in a, just some little fucking schooner, like just kind of, <laughs> we're just being towed in, in his wake. You know, he's like, just, you know, come with me and it's going to be great, but I'm going to kick your fucking ass and I'm going to drive and inspire you guys without even telling you that I'm going to do it. And, you know, a year down the road, you're going to realize how impactful this experience was you know, being here with me every day for 12 hours, you know, for three weeks straight. And, uh, yeah, like we, you know, we did the first record and that was kind of how I felt afterwards. And then, um, you know, we went into it kind of just kind of mentally ready for what it was going to be the second time around. And I think we made a, uh, made a pretty great follow-up record. Yeah. That's, that's really great to, um, like I often think about, um, like, people who are very experienced at what they do and you never like you just see them at that level but you don't think about like them kind of being new to the um 
I guess, like, their career. So, like, you don't see, like, the growing pains. But So I think it's really cool that he has become a mentor to, like, you know, like, more up-and-coming bands and kind of sharing that and guiding them through it. No, yeah, this is a guy who's at a point in his career, like, once you realize, he's at a point in his career where he's he's sort of, He's sort of picking and choosing what records he wants to do. He doesn't, he, you know, he, he doesn't want to do 30 albums a year like he was, you know, a decade ago because mm-hmm. he doesn't really have to do that. And he doesn't like, he doesn't have to make hate eternal records, but he does it like, because he still has a creative drive. He still goes home at four in the morning and plays guitar because, because he wants to like, and he's going to keep putting out hate eternal records just because he wants to. And he might not even have to run that studio necessarily, but he wants to, you know, and he wants to pick and choose what bands he wants to do. And he wants to still work like without taking the day off, like he did last year for pretty much like, you know, eight months in a row and make some like really killer shit. Um, Just because he, I don't know, he's got the, he's got that fortitude and that drive to do it. Right on. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah. You know, same, he's an awesome guy. Yeah, sounds. I'm like lucky it. to have met him and do two records with him at his place. Yeah, especially since he's so like you know not not uh, what's the word? Not particular, but like you know, he doesn't need to do everything exactly like you said. So that's that says a lot. Yeah, about, yeah, um, yeah. It's not. It's not a. It's not like a. That's that's all it is. It's like he doesn't need to do everything. He just does things that he gets stoked about. And if you've met him for like more than five minutes, you know that he's like stoked like mm-hmm. about a lot of things <laughs> and it makes you stoked. And then all of a sudden everybody's stoked. It's <laughs> a great feeling. That's just hanging out with Eric. What What is like the most human thing when you, you know, like obviously you have, when you first met him, you were like, man, this guy's like a metal God. And then you like saw him in, I don't know, uh, flip flops with socks on or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, probably just, uh, like okay, when I was in high school, Cannibal Corpse put out Kill, and that, like I, I was like I was such a guitar nerd at that you know in like ninth grade, and I would I was like just discovering YouTube and watching their you know making of videos and seeing you know Eric in the studio with those guys and just like oh man you know this is this is killer and then you know then we get picked up and he's interested in doing our record and I'm like kind of weirded out for like a second but then you just you know you meet him and he's He's like eating a banana <laughs> and and like walking in, walking into the studio and you're like, yeah. And he just, you know, he starts talking about the Eagles or something and you're like, yeah, this is just like, uh, this is just like some dude. <laughs> uh, the football team, the Eagles, not so, the band, the Eagles. Yeah. 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 That yeah. would be pretty awesome not, if yeah, Eric Rutan has, has a very <laughs> specific opinion on the band. The Eagles. Don't most people. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and you know uh, we joked about the uh, St. Louis uh, robberies, but St. Louis does have like a good metal scene, from what I what I gather. And, uh, and, and can yeah, you talk and about not even necessarily in spite of, but just adjacent to uh, the sick rep that we have for getting our shit ganked. Um, <laughs> there is a there is a good music scene here. There's a great music scene here. Um, I, I don't know if, uh, you know, just, like there's a band called Sister that's a doom band that's doing a, um, they're very prolific. They're doing things all the time. They're always on tour. They're always putting out splits with other bands. Um, 
I think you guys posted a thing about the Lion's Daughter the other day. Yeah, we premiered they have a song a, from their second yesterday. record on on Seasons of Mist. They're they're super good friends of ours. They they put out one of my favorite things with uh, Indian Blanket right before their deal with Season of Mist happened. That's I don't know if you guys have heard it, but that thing that the Lion's Daughter did with the Indian Indian Blanket is probably my favorite thing that came out mm. that year, whenever that was, fourteen or something. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, there's 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 um there's there's a violent punk band called Hell Knight, um, with Brian Fair from Shadowfall singing. Uh, there's a band called The Gorge who plays like they're they're basically the best musicians that I've ever met at what they do. And um, in addition to that, they write incredible tunes and they're like a really awesome kind of prog metal band. Oh, wait. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of really cool things what's, happening. What's that one called? I'm like trying to add these to my Spotify as you're saying them. What's the problem? Oh, one? yeah, check out, l- listen to The Gorge. The Gorge, okay. Um, they, they're recording right now, but uh, their last record was called Thousand Year Fire, and they're amazing. Cool, thank you. And they're um, a little side note about them but their original bass player nick is now the bass player for baroness which is kind of funny it's just a small world oh Oh, nice very interesting well before we let you go i just want to ask who is your favorite futurama character because mine would be bender easy yeah yeah um probably the professor nice i like zoidberg (laughs) you like zoidberg zoidberg yeah well, yeah, why not I like I like I love Zoidberg. I uh, I I don't I don't know that I you know I I think they might have phoned it in a little bit with like the uh, the the new seasons oh, and they yeah. you know they kind of did they kind might have jumped the shark a couple times making like episodes about him but certainly like there were some highlights the the first yeah there were some highlights definitely and I, I thought they ended um, it very sweetly the last season I felt was very strong the fi- the quote unquote final yeah. season yeah I'll give you that for sure. For sure, I uh, that's that's still uh, the show that I put on when I'm like when I'm going to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't really watch anything else except Futurama. So <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't watch the episode where um, uh, oh my god, Jurassic Bark. Yeah, with the dog. Yes. dogs sitting yeah. outside. The yeah, dog. that it's one hard. always yeah, makes me Yeah, you got to turn cry. the channel for that one. <laughs> The yeah. one that uh like really <laughs> really fucked me up uh, and like made me think like was the Bender The one with the bees? No, what, the the Bender upgrade where... episode. What was the bees one? Which episode? When Bender had to get an upgrade. The bees episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was just crazy where he he led that revolt but the the whole thing was just a hallucination. Of, was that to, with like the Amazon yeah. one? <laughs> Uh, no, no, that was the one where there was like a, a 2.0 version of like the type of uh, robot that he was and he was getting jealous of it and then oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he became anti-technology and whatever. That's such a great show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other ro- robot had the uh, had the mustache, but he was actually the good version of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really is one of the most uh, just consistently good shows that's ever been on television. Yeah. Like, there's like really, yeah. like, there are some episodes that are like, eh, it's like but there's Matt no Green bad had ones. had like the golden era in The Simpsons, and then he went over and had like the golden era at Futurama. Yeah. Right. Both of those, like the first five seasons are just perfect. Mm-hmm. And even like the quote unquote bad Futurama episodes are still pretty good, you know? 
Like there's no. Yeah, definitely. I'm just like really, I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I would tell anybody else that, you know, all the other ones are great. I'm just really married to the, uh, to the ones that I really love. Right. <laughs> awesome. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Got to check hey, thank out. you guys. Yeah. Thank Jeez, you for having a lot me. Of fun. I, I actually, uh, am a fan of your podcast and I listen to it. Wow. I, uh, I um, endure uh, what I call uh, glorious feats of manual labor throughout the day and listen to mostly podcasts. Wow. And uh, I do tune into you guys and Thank like you. your show. It's very nice. Oh. And I guess that's not too far different uh, from uh, un, you know unskilled manual labor. I guess that's not too much different from how I interact with heavy metal. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> and uh, I mean, so. if you think about it, this podcast <laughs> is kind of unskilled manual labor too. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, well, thanks for having me on. Then I'm right at home. Yeah. And uh, Blackfast will be on the road in July, starting at the Crowbar in Tampa, Florida. On Crowbar. And Crowbar, uh, Ebor City, baby. Yeah. You'll even be in our. Oh, you'll be. Where in... the roosters run free. Yeah. There's like a shit ton of. And then we're making our way up to New York City to see you guys. <clears throat> Yep, July nice. 16th at St. Vitus, but you're also at Dingbats July 9th, which is in New Jersey for the New Jersey crowd. Yeah. But you're you're all over. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, we're all over. We're nationwide. Aaron, I hope you enjoy listening back to this uh, wherever you are in the next week. <laughs> I hope you edit it to a, to a, to a place where uh, it makes me look uh, very bad, and then uh, I will enjoy it even more. We'll you just, won't look any worse than we. we we're do. just going to keep all the racist stuff you said. <laughs> Everything else will be cut out. <laughs> okay, perfect. All the horrible things I said about my own city. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks a lot, Aaron. Have a great one. All right. Thank you, guys. Take care. Bye. That was Aaron from Black Fast. Spectre of Ruin, July 13th, E1 Music. <laughs> when he was said he was a fan of the show, I was hoping he would one himself, like mm. as a joke, and then he didn't. <laughs> Well, he uh, got caught in the moment. He he says that on every metal po- podcast. That's fine. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't making a value judgment, mm-hmm. you know. But I was hoping for a one. He all. went on uh, Ken Pierce's Yelp page and said he's a big fan of piercing metal. God so damn it! He just does that. God damn it! I was feeling <laughs> gassed up for a minute. <laughs> Area code seven three four. Are you a big fan? I'm the biggest fan you've ever met. That you've never met. Sounds like. Oh, what's up, John? That's not John. That's Kyle, actually. What's ah, up, Kyle? You're not a big fan of Kyle because you I called him John. <laughs> What's up, Kyle? Hey, nothing. Um, just want to say I love you guys, and uh, I got oh, a few man. fun facts for you. Uh, I know I'm kind of changing yes. the subject, but... Um, no, there was no the, subject. Uh, <clears throat> you know the French drop of Rob speaking French? Yes. Yeah. Um, the, the context of that is someone in the chat uh, gave you while well, you guys were exercising tongue twisters and then someone in the chat was like hey Rob say this and then you attempted it and that was the attempt ah okay I, I actually remember that now, now that you mention it un chasseur 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 you're like the live cast historian is yeah. that so that was you that was like you mangling actual words I thought it was just you saying like trying to sound French without any no he, he was reading something yeah i remember really? that yeah so what can we do we know what I he was, was reading i think it was the same episode that uh dave mustaine spoke in french was it well yeah, what we were you run. reading do you remember what you were reading do, do you know kyle what he was reading and real words i it was someone in the chat who just submitted submitted a tongue twister i have no idea what can the actual text was 
Oh, play the thing again? Play the, yeah, yeah. My, the drop. Un chasseur, chassant, chasseur, sans son chine, est un bon chasseur. Googling this. Chassusets. How do you spell un chasseur? Google's going to be like, did you mean that once was a man from Nantucket? Nothing goes up, but okay. Any other fun facts? Yeah, um, uh, uh, well, I'm drawing a blank, but I wanted to try and answer Darren's question. Was it Gunface that was the first guest to appear twice? It's half correct. It was uh, was Gunface and Greg Weeks each appeared separately, and then on episode 100, they both appeared together, so they both made Ah. their second appearance on that show. What about Trevor from the Black Dahlia murder? He, well, he wasn't the first. He wasn't the first to oh, do the it. First. He came later. The second to do it. What? Did anyone want to guess? The, I mean, not the second, but other than those two guys. Odorous? Odorous is correct. That oh. was only a few shows later. We had a, yeah, we had a call, I remember, and then he was in town. Right. And his publicist was like, hey, I'll drive him to you guys. I was like, what? And yeah. we got more than we asked for when he we, came. In. It was that's one of my favorite live cast moments for sure. It was it was cra- it was wild. It was, <laughs> you know, bless his heart, wherever wherever his o- odor eye might be. <laughs> and I also want to say that Duderino did get the. He did also say guy from the red cord in the chat long ago when I first said that. But that's so the singer of the Red That's an yeah. actual guy from the Red Court. Yeah, there's a, the, right, right. the front man's name is Guy. So <laughs> not, not like the guy from the Red Right, Court. right. No, no, he, he meant... I think he meant the guy from the... But whatever, yeah. He you know. he lost. No, I was trying to give him a little credit, but... Partial credit. Fine. I was also going to make a request. Could we get another round of Jew or Goy sometime? <laughs> that's a that? long time ago. What is that? Did, didn't we do a bit where we, it was like guessing who was Jewish or something? Or am I re- And then you gave away prizes. They had to get three out of five. I don't remember that. Well, yeah, I don't remember that How either. long ago? God. Must have been early. Rings a bell. Uh, like around the 180s or 190s. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, and Sean was one of them, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not many yeah, Jews. Jew or Goy. Any other... Would you feel comfortable doing that, or is that too racist for our, yeah, us Yeah, I now? wouldn't feel comfortable anymore, yeah. <laughs> it's a different time. I bet if, it, like, I, I almost don't want to go back and listen to early episodes. Because uh, we're less sensitive, you mean? Uh, less sensitive, yeah, like, less sensitive, and also, it's been so long now, like, I don't want to know what I was like. <laughs> uh, eight we were or nine years really ago. funny. I mean, I don't know, I, I listened to an episode in, like, the hundreds, yeah, and we are really funny. Okay. I listen to old ones occasionally, but it's. I almost feel like um, if I if I immerse myself in those old shows, like if I went to one and just started listening what? to all of them, uh, I would. I would. I feel like it would. I would go back into that mode of, like I want the show to keep progressing, and I don't want to do the same shows again and again and again. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't want to be like repeating humor. You can't listen uh, to your own art. Right. Not that that's bad to call it art is a little, mm. I wouldn't say that like, I want to be that pretentious. But, no, I mean, I guess you could call anything art, but I mean, I wasn't trying to be that haughty with it. You know, I'm just saying like, I don't, I, I want to have like spontaneous, I don't want to have too much of myself in my own head. You mm. know, I guess maybe I'm not phrasing that correctly. 
I like I like uh, having the. I absolutely know what you mean. Yeah, uh, and, and yeah. Like I, 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 kind of agree with that I wouldn't want to repeat something. Like I, yeah, I'm proud of those shows. Like I'm yeah. not, I'm not saying I would. You know what I mean? But like that's there, and now we're we're doing this show. Yeah, I'm glad that other people are enjoying them though. Yeah, I love that it's on Spotify. That's mm-hmm. awesome. We should plug that. Is there Kyle? Is there a uh, a episode that you keep going back to? Um, well, the way I do it, I've just, I start from the beginning and go all the way through and I'm currently on my third round of the live cast and I know what Sid's probably thinking. Why don't you read a fucking book? Well, it's just because (laughs) I listen to you while I'm at work with using my hands all day. So I I wouldn't say that. And that's all. I would only say that if you were doing something other than listening to the live yeah. cast. You want to keep listening to us? That's fine. We're better That's than good. any book. <laughs> You're helping our numbers. So. What, do you, what, do you, the Bible. what do you do with your hands? <laughs> oh, I'm delivering packages for Amazon and I'm driving a truck. Oh, okay. I see. Cool. Uh, I so. see. That's awesome. So you you just have it on. Now, have you caught... Uh, like because you're listening and it's so fresh and you're on like your third listen or whatever. Have you caught any like inconsistencies in our... Th- in person like like oh he's he said this here but then he he said the opposite like he's a hypocrite or or whatever yeah well we've been on 10 years i'm sure there's thousands of those i've definitely changed over the years in my perspective so but that wouldn't be hypocrite no i don't mean like that if you evolved but if you you said something and then said something that was like you said i would never ever stretch my butt. i don't know if i want to be encouraging our listeners to catch us out there everyone seems to have been pretty consistent with their stories and the only thing I actually just yesterday heard, like, Darren and Sid recalling, like, a certain situation, and it was just kind of, for the sake of telling the story, you know, it was like, like, one or two things might have been flipped around, but it, it was just, like, minor details. It wasn't, like, a lie or anything, like, everyone right, seems to right, have been yeah. I'm always, always honest uh, and forthright. I'm always th- uh, mindful of that, like, when I retell a story. Like, the other day when I was telling the Prospect Park story when I got a blowjob from Jennifer <laughs> in the park... I like I'm old like literally that was a while ago and I'm a little hazy on like little things and I'm conscious like of oh, people going to think I you know I'm like leaving things out on purpose or I just li- believe me guys I'm li- I'm fucking old and I fucking forget things so the whole time I was just paranoid like I hope I get everything right the way I said it before you know it's weird when you when you have a public record of yeah. 2 yeah. hours a week of things you've said for 10 years you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> so true <laughs> It's, like, it's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> thank you. You're right, pretty fucking awesome. All right, Kyle. Well, thank you. Uh, oh, uh, oh you yeah. Thank you for having me. And Noah, thank you for sending me that Star Wars box. That was super cool. Oh, good. You got it. You're welcome. I did. Yeah, good. thank you. You rock. Good. Enjoy it. All right. Have a good one, Kyle. I wanted to say since I Noah. Peace one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> since, uh, since, what was it? since Noah was brought up. Uh, Deuterino in the chat said that on an old show we brought up uh, Noah's mom wanting to help pay for her new titties. Oh, <laughs> oh Do you remember that? That was yeah. like basically encompassed the whole episode. It was like the, the running theme. I forgot like what the uh, thing that we what is it called? Where it's just letters? Huh? The Acronym? alphabet. Oh. Was it No Implants Noah? Or something like that. Oh, NIP. Yeah, NIP. Noah Noah Implant Program. 
Yeah. Oh god. Like people were gonna send oh, them oh, money. Oh, that's right. That's which, right. which you know, Patreon didn't exist then, but that could yeah, we totally. Yeah, we were ahead be, of the curve. Yeah. Could, I'm still fund waiting me. for a donation. Because now it could be the Noah implants Patreon. Would you oh still? Would you still no. want to get? But you're over the boobs, especially with the fighting. That, yeah, yeah, they could that pop. kind of surgery would take her out of commission for months, probably. Well, never mind that. They I could pop like, when she's yep. someone's like yeah. grappling with her. And I feel like like my ass is so perky now from all the <laughs> exercising that that's like boobs but in the back i'm the uh, first one to tell you you have an amazing ass no like <laughs> to the you. point of it's probably sexual harassment at this point but <laughs> no, we're friends. <laughs> i appreciate it but yeah no the ass is great it's like the juices i really noticed it on the cruise too because it's like well you posted that fucking video <laughs> <laughs> which you could see on our social media just go back in the archives so facebook.com slash metal injection live it's fine i'm i think i get beat up for this body so mm. like I, I work hard for it <laughs> So Rob can appreciate it. Deuterino notes that you were jealous of Metal Sinaz's tits. Can oh, you Jesus. believe there was a time that you were jealous of anything? I think I was not jealous. I think it was just a joke and I was going along with it. Okay. okay. So what? So no, I don't. I never got the impression that you were jealous of. Yeah, I never. I that, think that you at like some point wanted to go into the same profession that she was doing, but that doesn't mean you were jealous mm, of her. What was her profession? Like you know, do her her gig, but do it better than her. Okay. That's right? Fair. Would that be fair to say? That's fair. Yeah. I guess so. I like don't know. You, I, th- I think she like really loved seeing herself on video, and I always hated seeing myself on video. Oh, really? Ah. Like I liked pr- being able to promote bands and music, and like be passionate and do something more than just like buy an album or a ticket. Uh-huh. I like that part of it, but I didn't like, you know, being on video or like people noticing me or like anything like that okay that's why i don't like would you feel the same way now um i don't like i don't care about it like yeah Mm. i definitely have more confidence now like for me it's just more about doing what i like Mm -hmm. okay that's fair and connecting with people we have area code seven three four on the metal injection live cast hello seven three four yeah who's this this kyle again oh kyle Oh, oh just sorry. No. <laughs> My apologies, Kyle. Oh, there was another one. I guess they hung up. That's why I was. Wait, wait, wait. Come on, didn't, man. Didn't Dave Mustaine say some horrible things recently? Oh, he yeah. did. Uh, Darren, I, I sent you the link. Yeah, I have that. So there's been a, a, a lot of fun stuff going on. Dave Mustaine stirring the pot <laughs> with. Uh, <laughs> with Lars Ulrich and, and, and Metallica. And I'm a little distracted because better not kick that dog. <laughs> raging. Yeah, Bob is just going crazy. She's, right she wants to play with Bruno so bad. And Bruno's like no selling it. Yeah. Bruno is like, I don't have. You're like, you're like, chill out, dog. You're like, <laughs> I'm like, he's like, you're eight months. I'm like twelve years. Like, relax. I've led a full life. I can't do this anymore, kid. <laughs> <laughs> How old is Bap going on? Uh, right now, she is eight and a half months. Oh, I didn't realize she's almost she was that young. Uh, yeah, like I, just, someone just told us. Well, the rescue told us that uh, she was four months old, but then her teeth started falling out. So that meant she was five months old. Oh. And uh, then we, like, I just decided that her birthday was going to be November 4th. Did you keep her teeth? No, I just threw them you out. Make a what? Necklace. Her birthday. Why, what am I keeping these teeth for? Why not do the little keepsakes? 
<laughs> like, what would I do with to them? To be a proud mom. Put them in a little box. Why? Where would I keep this Wait, box? Why is she a mom? Why can't he be a He's dad? Definitely That's a fine. That's fine. I don't mind. <laughs> Have you seen percent. how sensitive he is with Bob? I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I have, I don't need it. Shame on you. And I feel like it's moms that always keep like, you know, the clothes or. <laughs> I live in a New York City apartment. Also, all right. I got to reduce clutter. Also, <laughs> this is the pessimist in me. But if you lose her again and you need to identify her with her dental records. Wow. It's good to have some fucking spare teeth on hand. That's true. I'm a little more confident that she knows where home is at this point where um, like if i lose her she would eventually really make her way on her home own, is the so. dump where you threw her fucking teeth uh, <laughs> she's gonna go to that scent and not to you no she's gonna Poor go shame. to the scent of like where her bed is and whatever she wants she she's a stat my apartment has been established uh, by the way rob i'm very disappointed in you because yeah. you had a golden opportunity <laughs> to knock sid for mispronouncing something he just said pessimist did i yes oh wow and you Shame said nothing wow you should yeah. be so embarrassed you had Bring an open back. door I, I Rob actually through. thought that's how it's pronounced. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's how he's been. Oh no, it. you don't! You don't turn this around on me. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> Still comes back to Rob pronouncing yeah, of course. things wrong. <laughs> All right, so Dave Mustaine. Uh, so what, speaking of pronouncing things yeah. incorrectly. Oh, okay. I sent, I sent you both links. Down, I got but, it. Yeah. So. Uh, the story is, so Metallica has been reissuing all of their albums because now they have the licensing, they own the licensing, they have their own label, Black and Recording, so they've been doing remasters and they've been doing these intricate box sets. Because they need more money. Uh, I mean, hey, it's a, it's a way to make money, and also, I will say, like, as a fan, they are legitimately really cool collections <laughs> that, you know, I even found myself being like, oh, maybe I should, uh... But I did it. Of course. You not. can't get a freebie? Not, I didn't want to ask. A review copy? I don't want to ask. Then I have to write a review. Get <laughs> somebody else to what do that What if you ask part? Metal Shane no, to do it? Then, then they would keep the copy. I wouldn't want to keep the copy. No, I don't need it that But like, if I was a serious vinyl collector, which I am not, but uh, many of our readers are. even a dog tooth collector. Of course you have a vinyl collector. <laughs> <laughs> throwing everything out. Yeah. How much space do vinyls take up compared to little dog teeth? Yeah. <laughs> Where were I? Like, well, I don't know. Do you, did you keep Bruno's uh, baby teeth? Did you keep your cat's baby teeth? I have Ziggy's. I have a few that I found. So you, Most of them, I think they swallow because they just fall out as they're chewing or whatever. But yeah. the ones that you find, we've kept. Mm. I've never had a baby yeah. animal. Mm. But would you? What do you think? I mean, I have my cat's ashes, the one that just passed away. So That's it's kind different. of a similar thing. Well, well it's the same thing, kind of. Just keeping something that really has no intrinsic value to you yeah. whatsoever, but it's it's sentimental. Yeah. I mean, I could uh, I could see keeping uh, my dog's ashes. I, I would be willing, like, that's fine, but like. Yeah, teeth. you would probably like knock them over and create a mess. I totally would. They did a really nice thing, too, by the way. I don't get they off do. on a tangent here, but they gave me a beautiful like oak box mm-hmm. that flips open and is a little velvet bag inside mm-hmm. with her ashes. And then they also gave me like this. I don't even know what you would call it. It's just like a cement thing. And they took her paw print after she passed. Oh, my God. And they, the paw, it's like a beautiful paw print. It's like a piece of art. and just wow. goes with the box. That's really nice, and I didn't expect that. I just said, you know, do you want do you want to pay do you want to pay a certain fee for her ashes? And I said yes. They did this whole elaborate thing. They wrote a nice like like a little a poem on a card. Aww. It was beautiful. I was and blown that's from away. Your I was vet's like, office. They wrote a poem. It was not from the vet. It was from the people we took her to to 
to to to dispose of her. The vet remains. didn't handle that. No. Well, we when she got really sick, the vet referred us to a place that was right down the block. Mm. That's like a like an emergency okay, clinic, okay, yeah, and yeah. they also do the cremation mm-hmm. and all that. So, mm. uh, so they t- I was moved to tears. Yeah. Like I couldn't when they came. Like I was like, wow. Yeah, I don't amazing. think I'd be able to do that because that's something you have to put on display, and I would cry every fucking time I walked by it. Yeah. The teeth you could sort of have in a little bag, and it's in a drawer somewhere, mm. and it's just off to the side. And also, they're so young; it's going to be ten years, fifteen years before it becomes an emotional thing. Yeah. But with true. the ashes, I would be a wreck every time I saw it. Well, I have. <laughs> I'm getting a little choked see? up now. I have it in a little place where I don't see it every time mm. I walk by in my okay. apartment. But if I want to look at okay. it, I can go right to yeah. it. So. But it's out. It's out in the open, mm-hmm. but it doesn't catch your eye okay. every time. That's great. I need, like, now at least I know that if I need some assistance, when Bruno's time comes, mm-hmm. I That's, I, I'll for be, I, like, totally not joking, or I would recommend anyone in this area to go to that clinic. It's fantastic. Is it Verg? It's Verg. Okay, yes. yeah. That's you, where one of our cats was put down. Isn't for, that uh, the, like the a, guy from Burzum? Oh, oh my bird. god! He just eats the. There's no ashes. He just <laughs> eats the dead animals. Wait, Vinterzorg? Yes. <laughs> what? Vinterzorg. What about it? Sure. Veruca Salt. <laughs> Velvet Revolver. Verbena. We're just gonna name bands that start with V. Let's keep going. Violent Femme. I was They're just gonna say nice. that. You son of a bitch. Vomitory. Vaki Vandring. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, did you I win. pronounce that right? Real. You win. Vehemence. Uh, Voivod. Oh. Vexed. Oh. oh, good one. How long can we keep Vampire this going? Vampire Weekend. <laughs> Void Tendril. It's Josh's band, right? Oh, yeah. Whatever happened to that young lad? Well, he, he has works. a life now. Yeah. He doesn't have time for us. He listens. He's doesn't? got muscles. I saw a picture of him yeah. recently. He's he is like, jacked. Jack, like what? Jacked. Spank bank material, huh? What? For who? Anybody? Uh, I don't know. You guys speak up for yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Uh, well, speaking of spank bank material, Dave Mustang, <laughs> oh, yes, as we yes, were yes, saying. Yeah. Uh, He's so, not in a band that starts with me. So, um, uh, but there is Vic Rattlehead. Oh, okay. Oh. True. Uh, so Metallica's been putting out these anniversary box sets, and they've been wanting to put one out of Kill 'Em All. Or, no, no, no. They've been wanting to put one out of their original demo, No Life to Leather. And these are all vinyl, or what? What's the deal? Well, they're, it's like a mixed release. So there's like the premium version that's like three vinyls and a booklet, this and that. Then there's just like one vinyl of just the, or whatever, like the, the regular version, which is just the album right. remastered, and then you could just get the digital copy. So it's like different variants. Weird Al did that same thing. Yeah, I well, it's just the way to do it now because right. there's a small portion of your fan base that are massive fans willing to pay anything as long as it's like a really cool collectible. So you right. just cater to that audience, and then you just cater to the more casual fan that just wants the music and doesn't really need the yep. cliff notes and the booklets and the fancy packaging they just want the you know the the remastered music cliff notes has a whole different meaning when it's a metallica box <laughs> so <Note> to self <laughs> top bunk <laughs> wow <laughs> should have listened to his cliff notes <laughs> so apparently uh there was an issue with the crediting on No Life to Leather, which was the first demo that Metallica put out. And uh, Mustaine is saying that Lars wants credit on a song uh, 
that he did not. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> he wanted credit on two songs that Mustaine claims that he wrote every note and word to, and he didn't want to give Lars credit because it's like, why should he get the credit uh, when Mustaine wrote it? And so Mustaine has been like, it sounds like on a lobbying campaign, Talk, like any fucking interview. I'm well. To be fair, I'm sure somebody asked him about it, but like he any fucking interview, he will rag on Lars. Right. And uh, D- Darren, do you have some? Uh, I'm not gonna give him my credit, so I'm not gonna be part of it. I wrote all of the mechanics. I wrote all of Jump in the Fire. So me giving any percentage of that to Lars Ulrich, he can pound sand. <laughs> and as far as the song Phantom Lord, I wrote every note of that music. James wrote all the lyrics. That's 50-50. Can I ask a question? Go ahead. If Lars on the albums actually, instead of drumming, actually pounded sand, would that be better or worse? <laughs> better than pounding pans yeah. and pots. Well, on, the, on these, it was, it was good. I don't agree. I oh. think his drumming on these songs is, at best, uh, mediocre. Sure. <laughs> it works. For Lars. It works. Uh, if James wants to give his percentage up to Lars because he's afraid of him. I really like if James wants to give his percentage. Oh. His percentage up to <laughs> Lars because he's afraid of him. Jeez. That's up to him. I'm not afraid of Lars Ulrich. I'm not afraid of the big bad Lars Ulrich. And I'm not giving him my percentage. And the same thing with Metal Militia. I wrote every single note of that music. James wrote every note of that lyric. That's 50-50. If James wants to give Lars his percentage, his percentage, (laughs) that's fine if he's a Afraid of him. I'm not afraid of him. I'm not giving nothing to Lars Ulrich. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, you want me to finish this uh, out? Uh, <laughs> it's kind of just saying the yeah, same. Yeah, the rest, thing. whatever. Okay, Has so Lars then... commented back, or is this? Of a course one? Okay. not. This is a buzzer. It's like yeah. they're winning a fucking national prize in Sweden from the fucking king of Sweden. He's, he doesn't have time for mistake. What's the name of the king of Sweden? <laughs> Uh, Olav, that that would be my <laughs> guess as well. I see. I'm so just trying to sound trying to sound impressive. O l a v e. I have no the idea. Fancy spelling. The fancy spelling. Olaf. Yeah, but the, I, I'm saying it's even fancier. It's not O l a f like a commoner. Uh, he is King Carl the Sixteenth. <laughs> <Bundy. laughs> King Kong Corn. King Carl the Sixteenth. Gustav. Oh, all right. Olaf Gustav. Close. And he used to be the the guitarist for Roxette, right? <laughs> no, I don't think. That's and then true. once that band retired, they put they sent him right to royalty. He ascended the throne on the death of his grandfather, King Gustav the Sixth Adolf. What? In seventy three, boy, you know, Damn. by seventy three, you ought to change your name from Adolf to something else. I understand <laughs> why. It's a very common name in, uh, even, in look, that part of the, of the country, look, the world. Even if it was like, all right, if you're born in nineteen thirty, there's nothing you can do. You didn't. Your parents didn't know Hitler was gonna. No, I understand, but it's like it's like a name like Jim, you mm. know, mm. like uh, because of Jim Kavorkian, Is there people a, aren't gonna. It, Jack, 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 well, Jim, Jack, same old. Is there anyone named Jim that killed like twelve million people? Well, like what? (laughs) I think people would not call themselves Jim if that was the case. 
<laughs> you understand what I'm saying? But okay, who Some people who is comparable to Hitler? Oh, people name their son Donald all the time. You know, Ken it's fun. Yeah, maybe they'll stop now. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, there's plenty of. Ah, there's not many Pol Pots left. Not many Edie Amins. You don't see too many Edies walking around. Mao Zedong. Rob's yeah. first uh, name for Bobka was going to be Paul, but then he thought of, he realized Paul Pot was not a good. Do we want to hear some of Metallica's acceptance speech? Well, you didn't let me answer, but okay. Yeah, sure. Do we have a choice in the matter? I would say no, but it's already on. So. Is is a living member of Anal Cunt heckling them for the <laughs> or could they not afford the ticket to Sweden? Play a fucking song! You shithead! <laughs> James Hepburn! You suck dick! This Excellencies, ladies and gentlemen, Ian and Roger wherever you disappear to. First of all, I would like to say that what an honor and a privilege it is to share this award with Dr. this. Blah, blah, blah. His tireless and selfless endeavors is showing the world how connecting people through music Give Dave Mustaine a writing credit on Metal Militia. I like how he's clapping for himself. Come on, guys. Give it up. Who Why'd you take your cock out in that When Metallica shoot? started this musical <laughs> journey 37 years ago, your cock that is one tiny. day it's like a we pimple. would be standing in, in front of both musical royalty <laughs> and actual royalty, accepting one of the most prestigious oh. prizes that can right, be bestowed. You've been going bald since 2001. <laughs> <laughs> I resemble that remark. <laughs> Uh, there was a really cool thing. So Candlemass got together with Cardinal Copia from Ghost, Necrosexual's Mortal Enemy, and they did a cover. Now, they did it of Enter Sandman, which, sure, like, ah, uh, could you pick a more obvious song? But they really, really made it their own. So with that, I really appreciated it. And, and let's hear just a little... Say your prayers, little one Don't forget my son To include everyone Tuck you in the wall within, keep you free from sin till the sand and you come. I wrote half of this. <laughs> Sleep with one eye open, gripping your pillow tight. It's 50 50. In case you didn't know what half is. And tonight, take my hand. This sounds like if there was a memorial after a Metallica plane crashed and they were all dead. Yeah, this yeah, would be like true. a somber, like Elton John version that somebody would play. I was gonna say it sounds like if Enter Sandman was on Lulu. Yeah. Worship! Worship! Peace of war, peace of life, peace of 
How bad is David? How bad is David D. Rainman that he didn't get to do this? <laughs> Nobody called me. They didn't hear my Simon and Garfunkel cover. Well, well, these these bands are Swedish. So, oh. like so is Roxette. Where are they? Come on, I'm not getting off of the Roxette, Rob. So underrated. Well, uh, but back to that Dave Mustaine thing really quick. He then said that Lars, well, like the follow-up to these is always like, oh, so do you see any more Big Four shows? The Big Four, of course, is uh, Metallica, Slayer, Megadeth, and Anthrax, and they did shows. And for a while, uh, there was an interview with Tom Mariah a few years ago, five years ago, that basically said that Mustaine was the one holding it up because the rumor is that he was upset that Slayer would go on after Megadeth, he felt Megadeth should go on as direct support to Metallica, which is like, bro, yeah. like, sure, like, maybe in like, maybe in your head, but like in terms of sales and popularity, you got it all wrong. It's not because of any kind of ego thing. It's just his only chance to be in the same room as the guys from Metallica as they're walking off and on stage. <laughs> <laughs> they won't respond to my text. Maybe if I help them load out. Yeah. This was also around the time when Mustaine kept saying that he wants to form a supergroup where it's James, Lars, uh, Mustaine, and David Olivson. Uh-huh. If you recall, and it got to the point where James publicly was like, hey, Mustaine, you should shut up about that. Yeah. yeah. Or, or something Not like gonna that. happen, yeah! A supergroup that's less popular than the group that the other guys like. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works, man. Yeah, all four members of Megadeth are less popular than all four members of Metallica. Dave Ellison got that Googler, and he's like, whoa, me? Really? Wow! It's like, he won a, the lottery, didn't even realize he bought a ticket. Like, uh, come on. In that second link, Darren, could you read the second uh, block quote? Okay. So we're talking it's talking about uh if there would be more big four and he says he doesn't know. Uh all he knows is that, you know, their Megadeth is ready to go. And then uh the interviewer asked if all of the bands were friends. We're all friends now, so yeah, there's two great bands now. It was difficult though, and it was totally unnecessary. I guess the two bands are Metallica and Megadeth. I guess. Or the supergroup uh of Metallodeth. <laughs> But the beautiful thing about it is, with the big four as it is, it's no longer how it was. What? And the smoke is starting to clear. And the dust is settling. (laughs) Slayer's going to retire. I don't know what's up with Anthrax. I don't know what's up with Metallica. But I know we're ready to make another record. I know we're ready to make another record. And we're still not going to take shit from anybody. Like, what? Who's giving you shit? Like, what? What is that even? No you, way. I mean, we're going to give him yeah. shit because the album. Well, that's, uh, the last album was all right. Um, oh, with the, which with was the, recycled, the last one again? That's the one with the recycled riffs where you totally called oh, out. Right, like, right, oh, right. this is totally this other riff. But they were good riffs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was better than Pooper Collider, so. Oh. So Ugh. there, there's that. Is that the se- that's the second worst to risk, right? Pooper Collider. <laughs> I have to say. I'm trying to think. Like, is, is Risk worse than Supercollider? Risk or? is worse. Okay. Super Collider sounds like a bad Megadeth album. Mm. It sounds like their style, at least. It's just bad and stupid lyrics. and mm-hmm. But Risk just sounds like a bad album performed by Megadeth that sounds nothing like Megadeth. I hear you. I hear you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for hearing me, Rob. You are being heard. 
It's an audio medium, so I would hope so. <laughs> Area code eight six five. You are being heard. Hey, is this the Livcast? This is the Livcast, the only podcast to talk hey. exclusively about Liv Taylor. Liv Taylor. Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. He meant Lib Cuntcast. Yeah. Yeah. Did you mean Liv or Lib? Lib. Lib. Oh, Lib. Yes, we're Libs. What's up? Lib. What's up, man? Uh, This is Sebastian from Tennessee, just getting off work. What's going on? What's up, Sebastian? Sebastian? Uh, Nothing much. I had some uh, some questions. Sure, we probably have answers. We got answers. Maybe. That's what I need. I want to talk to Rob about his uh, sunflower affair that me and him <laughs> both share together. I just wanted to see what was your preferred flavor and how you choose to ingest them. Uh, my preferred is uh, because I feel like I'm a sunflower purist. I have hey. unsal- unsalted uh, Turkish sunflower seeds. So they're like really, really big. They're unsalted, wow. and, I, and I do one at a time. And I free range. I have my. <laughs> I have my. <laughs> they're not free range. They're like whatever. Free range from Turkey. <laughs> no, no. The reason they're called uh, to Turkish is just because the size of them. That's that's the only. Really? Why? What does that mean? Are yeah. Turkish smaller people? Smaller nut? Are... Is, it a, is it a wider nut or a thinner nut? It's a. It is. It is a larger nut. Yeah, it's like a bigger seed for sure. Rob likes large nuts. Uh, I've t- I could. T- you know what? I'll take another photo on social media uh, this weekend, and uh, you could see them. Uh, but yeah, they're 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 basically like like the traditional uh, sunflower seeds on steroids. Essentially, they're just much bigger. But also because of that, the shell is much lighter, so it's much easier to crack. So you're not like destroying your teeth. Yeah. So I think that's kind of. <laughs> and you I could put a handful of one teeth the and then just kind of transfer with the tongue movement. And no, no, crack no. With the teeth, or do you crack with the fingers? Oh yeah, hang. what's what's your technique, Rob? Uh, sometimes I crack with the fingers, but I'll just take one one at a time. Like I'll take one at a time. There might be a few in my hand, and I take one at a time, and I'll basically you can put it. Anything up the butt. <laughs> I'll put it between my my two front teeth and just kind of crack it with my teeth. It's like a it's like a. a so, two bite motion and then I with my tongue I scoop the nut out of the sunflower seed very uncomfortable yeah. <laughs> a lot of drops in that one that's decent that's, that's decent you know what if you send me your address I'll I'll, I'll mail you some Turkish sunflower Jeez. seed yeah, well, I'll, I'll do that. I've well, been doing the black pepper and sea salt and the dill pill, the dill pickle. Well, like, see, here's the thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, like, you, do you just put all in your mouth and kind of just do one at a time? Like, what's your technique? Well, I put a whole pretty much like, you know, like 10 in one cheek, and then I can transfer it with my tongue and crack them oh. and then de-seed and chew the nut Chipmunk. and then store the shell in the other cheek and then spit them all out once I'm done. Damn, you got some real. Wow, uh, I've got, I've got a semi. With that tongue. Yeah. <laughs> a semi just here. That's you a lot of action this. in your mouth there, yeah. going on. Yeah, no, I, I like. To yeah. keep, I like to keep my mouth free. Maybe I need to challenge you to a sunflower seed off. Oh. 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 What restaurant would that be at? <laughs> we were just doing a. We were doing park, on the streets. On the yeah. bench. On a bench on a park. <laughs> on a bus. <laughs> the chicken bus. Wait, so <laughs> where where do you live, Sebastian? East of Tennessee. Oh, in in Tennessee. East Tennessee. All right. Close to Knoxville. You know where Knoxville is? A good idea of where yeah. Knoxville is? Yeah. All right. Trip to Knoxville. Yeah. Challenge. Anytime. Any other questions? 
not me. I, I just I've been listening to the archives at work and stuff, and I wanted to address something Noah said. Uh-oh. She she had some uh, inner feelings about her nose and maybe the size of it. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to encourage her that I, I'm a man that uh, I'm a connoisseur of women with big noses. So I just wanted to say I appreciate your nose and don't ever get rid of it. So you're saying that I have a big nose. Yeah. Yeah, That's all she yeah. heard, and I knew that was all yeah. she was going to hear. In that <laughs> no, statement. no, I'm just kidding. You totally don't have a big well, nose. No, I'm saying it, it is on the, on the larger side, but I'm saying I prefer <laughs> Wait. that personally, and that's a Wait. good thing. Okay, so then you're saying that there are some guys who are into women with large noses? Well, he is. Yes, yes, I oh. am, and and my friend is, but I can't I can't convince everybody. But, but I'm I, definitely, and I didn't really realize it until I'd been married for a while, and my wife, you know, has my wife, my wife, and uh, I started to realize, like you know, you're just like a young. Fresh Barbara Streisand. Oh know. my God! Wow. Okay, I, her wait, nose is not a that young, big. Fresh Barbara. Sid, oh. what no, did you want to say? I'm sorry, it's not. But wait a minute. Well, I mean, if he's really day, is Noah Barbara Streisand or your wife? <laughs> oh, you meant well, your wife. Did you mean your wife or did you mean oh. Noah when you said Barbara Streisand? I meant Noah, but... Oh, okay. But what? at the same time, like, if he box. finds you big know, noses attractive, then that's a really high compliment. Right. Right. Okay. But, Sid, what were you going to yeah, say? Yeah, exactly. you know, like, it's, it's almost like a style of a face, like, like <laughs> kind of like a Lady Gaga face, you know, how she's what? got, like, the... You better hang up before he calls you a Pablo a Picasso painting or something. style of a face. Well, you do get I, Lady Gaga. I get Lady Gaga a lot. But, Sid, I, I really want to hear what My you My question is, is it, the, is it a big nose or a small head? What do you? Because uh, like you've got the no, smallest it, head it, in this room, so maybe your nose is completely normal size, and you just have a smaller head. That's that's a theory. <laughs> Thank you. It's a style well, of a theory. I'm just like I'm. <laughs> I'm glad you shared this because I didn't know. Like I know that they're like everyone's into like whatever. Like that guys think that like a woman's curves are hot, or her eyes, or her hair, or her skin. Toe knuckles. Her toe knuckles. I didn't know that a nose was something that guys sure. found hot. Anything. Really? No, it's, Any, that, it's literally not a anything. sexual thing. It's not like I want to, like, you know. Fuck my nose. I know. I get it. But I didn't thing. know. Yeah, I just. Your nose is definitely not big enough to fuck. <laughs> I will say that for sure. There are nose on the planet that's big enough I mean, to if fuck. You, if you it's have a micro penis. Yeah. No. But who's got, like, really flared well, nostrils? Maybe, like, a soft micro penis would be, like, I'd be able to sniff that in there. Fair. Yeah. yeah. The Jackson family pre-nose jobs had pretty big nostrils. They could fuck their, those noses. Up for a little nasal. Anyone yeah. in the audience yeah. ever have nasal? Right, There's definitely nose. a video of that. Go on Pornhub. There's somebody coming up somebody's nose. That's definitely a thing. Well, th- that that was encouraging. Thank you. Coming up someone's nose, I can <laughs> believe it happens. No. I'm talking no, about regular please. people just having nasal sex. Well, nasal the, the sex. The point is, the nose is the centerpiece of the face, so everything revolves around the nose on the face. So it sets the stage for everything being centered. Good philosophizing over here. Yeah. Wow, I'm learning so much. It's my theory. All right. Okay. All right. Any other uh, questions, comments, or criticisms? We've already gotten so much yeah, from you. Yeah, I want to say. Yeah. I, I want to say fuck Vince Nielsen. Why? Oh. Just, why is that? Straight out of the gate, because. Well, the whole thing between the Azalea dying is, is getting ridiculous. Mm. And for them to say they're not going to cover it 
is just stupid. Why? Because for one thing, I never gave a shit about Azalea dying. For two, I still don't <laughs> give a shit about him. And for three, the last thing I give a shit is some guy saying he doesn't want to cover it and he's expected to be a martyr for not covering some band that no one gives a shit about anyway. So you're saying he should have just not covered it and not announced that he wasn't covering it? No, I'm saying do your fucking job and still cover it. He's his own boss. His job is whatever he wants. Yeah, it's his website. If he doesn't want to write about it, why should he write about it? I know, but but my point is he he just wants to pat himself on the fucking back and it's everybody supposed to like Mm. just... I don't think that was his intention. I think his intention... I, I I totally understand how it comes across that way. Uh, like, I, I see... I totally see your point. But I think... And, and, no, and knowing him, I know that his intention was more to kind of get it out there that other websites yeah. should not be covering As They Lay Dying either. That was kind of the point of it because yeah. nobody I'm- was really uh, uh, talking about how, like... How it's just like oh we're like his his point was like we're all just gonna forget that this guy tried to have his wife killed. Yeah, that was a valid point. point. I, I yeah. get his point. I mean, I I, un- I understand where he's coming right, from. Right, like ultimately, day, yeah. Right, your your issue is just you know, with, with what you assume is the is the martyrdom of it, which I could I could totally see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just I don't. I mean, I'm, I don't want to support as LA dying. I thought mm-hmm. they sucked beforehand and they suck now, and you know. Yeah. I don't think they need to be supported, or and I wouldn't go see their show. But I do have to admit, it's kind of, it's kind of a cool marketing thing because I think they will sell to... tickets. I think people will go to those shows. Oh, for sure. Just for the, just for the, you know, the the whole thing of it. You know? So you're saying more people should attempt to have their wives killed, do a little <laughs> yeah. time. What was out. the most publicity they've ever hey, gotten? Hey, it was on I all mean, the it, news channels. So go ahead. It, it might it might prove to be a great marketing plan. I mean, well. <laughs> it's, a gift, it's a gift and a curse because there's a lot of people that don't want to work with them too, and they're having they're having some trouble. So, and you know, I you know I I find it hard to cover Azalea dying myself because it's just because of all the typos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be serious here, but just because it's like, yeah, you know, I don't I don't necessarily want to be promoting a, an attempt, to, you know, someone who attempted to hire somebody to kill somebody, you know, like uh, and. It's been weird also because of the way they've been handling it. Like, they put out this weird 30-minute video. Uh, 30-minute? 30 30-minute 30 video where each each of them kind of go through how they got back together. And it's oh. kind of like... But it's the most redundant. Like, it could have been edited down to five minutes, like, if even. It's just like... it's And all of them are just... Stand, it looks like they're all at a funeral. Well, they're, they're sad. Wishful thinking, perhaps. They're sitting like... They're <laughs> seriously sitting like it looks like the Last Supper. And it's like it's so weird because like you know others in the room? Lambi- no it's just the five five of them. I was they gonna say never- is, it a, is it a concept video like <laughs> yeah. they're in a train station like Michael Jackson bad or something? <laughs> no, it's it's presented very seriously. It's like and- the alternate reality of if he actually successfully had his wife killed. <laughs> well, oh. well, look, it, it was just weird because he's talking about how he reached out to this guy and then. The rest of the band are talking about how, like, each one of them is like, oh, wow, Tim is really, he's sorry for what he did. Like, he's a different man. And whatever. And then it got to Nick, the guitarist, who is, like, the person in the band who I connected with the most. I wouldn't, I don't know if I would say we were friends, but. Wait, did you connect to him at the HIPAA? (laughs) His last name is HIPAA. Uh, Why do you know his last name, Noah? That's very specific. 
That's I, a very <gasps> unique last name. Are you right to have an asthma attack or something? But uh, so hey, that Sebastian, he, if, if you have to go, you could just hang up. <laughs> we'll, we'll put you on hold, and we'll, we'll come back to you in a second, Sebastian. But anyway, so he goes off, and like I kind of I felt bad for him because like he talked about how his life became shit, like all of their lives became shit uh, because of what Lambesis did. Like w- another one, Phil, he he basically went into a deep depression. I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> got, got divorced. All this stuff kind of like stopped talking to all the other guys. Then eventually reconnected with Lambesis. No, 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 he left Wolvenvor. Oh. He got to like he kind of was over everybody and then eventually reconnected and then Nick was talking about how his whole life was defined by this one thing that Tim did anytime he tried to do an interview all anybody would ask him about was Tim and anytime he would poor guy getting so much attention from the media maybe if your new work was actually good people would want to talk about that but it's so forgettable that they just go to the only interesting thing about you I mean that's a very cynical way to say it but I could see it from his point of view he's trying to move on and he that's yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, your whole life is defined by this one thing that you had no control over. And uh, he talked about how he did this podcast where they did a track by track about, about yeah. Woven War. No, no, no. No, and we then, would never do that much. And, and then at, at, the very, then at the very end of it, he just said one thing about Lambesis. And that was the one thing that all the blogs picked up. But it's like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Once Poor again, baby. put out music that's interesting to people and they'll care about that. Aww. Until then, they're going to care about the only interesting thing about it. And, then, like, and then I forgave him for whatever. Like, he, he used a change. But it's like they never mentioned the crime. They never mentioned Megan. They ne- Like, very vaguely, for a second maybe, you know, like, in, in very distant terms, they talk about the, like, the courtroom, but that's it. So it was just, it, it, it was very unnecessary. And it's very hard to decide what, to cover like they did a show it was like whatever i don't know eh. what's to cover yeah did somebody you know go there to review it no so then what are you covering that anyway. they play their first show about like video posting video footage from it mm. which i didn't do okay all right sebastian is there anything else you wanted to bring up uh no not much i don't guess all right. Well, good stuff on this guy. I, I mean, you addressed that last week. I mean, it's it's pretty much all about money. These dudes yeah, don't want to go course. get real jobs. So yeah, that go, was the most money get, all those guys were making. Like, yeah, it was the most money they were yeah, making. You know. Woven was not making anywhere near the money. That there was nowhere near the sales, and still it sold pretty well, but nowhere near as they lay dying. So it's just like, and I, I, I in a way, I get it, but it's just very awkward now because a lot of people don't want to work with them. And, and it, puts, also, it puts the people who do want to work with them, sorry, Darren, to cut you off, okay. in very awkward positions because it's like, okay, if their label decides, to, uh, if their old label decides to release music with them again, do other people want to be on the same label? Do other bands want to be on the same label as As I Lay Dying? Let those bands decide. Let that yeah. label decide if it's worth it to find out. Yeah. Uh, they also picked a shitty name. Like everyone knows if you yeah. have a successful name, you start your band with the letter V. Oh, yeah. <laughs> great point. Woven War. There you go. Yeah. Done. Oh yeah, yeah. that would have been. I thought you <laughs> they would have never had to get back to Vaz I Lay Down. Vaz Difference as I Lay Down. Oh man. All right, Sebastian. I guess when he uh, he went to jail, they had a vasectomy. <laughs> Thank you for your call, Sebastian. Have a good one. We're winding down the show, and uh, I realized that's going to be like two years since that album came out, right? 
Death Correct? Magnetic? No, no, the last one. Oh, wait, what was the last the one? The Death Magnetic was like, what, 09 or something. That's like 10 years. Was oh, it? yeah. Was it yeah. really 09? 09, yeah, I think so, unless I'm mistaken. What was the name of the last album? Oh, Some Kind of Monster. No. What? Try again. No. Wow. Into Hardwired to Self-Destruct. <laughs> Hardwired to Self-Destruct. I, ha- I saw the cover uh, in my in my third eye. Yeah, I just couldn't. That's see his butthole. That's what that one is. You saw it in your brown eye. What's it doing in there? All right, we got some voice back. Yes. Uh, this one I think is more for Sid and Darren. Oh. Okay. Can you make the subterranean cave dwelling idiot Met fan whining like a little bitch about the Yankees a weekly segment? As a Yankees fan, it does bring me much joy to hear that. Okay. And please keep talking about how wonderful the Mets uniform is, since uh-huh. there's nothing else to talk about about that loser organization. Well, you agree. It's weird because the Mets are the oh last God, team in New York City to go to the World Series. Yeah. So that's strange how they spent the last decade being the Padres. And My favorite thing is, like, <laughs> if I had to build the stereotypical Yankee fan douchebag voice, yeah. that is it. One, it. Right to, a T. to a T. Immediate, like, vomit. Can you uh, make the subterranean, cave-dwelling, idiot Met fan whining like a little bitch a little about the Yankees' bitch. weekly segment? As a Yankees fan, it does bring me much joy to hear that. It sounds That's, like- can you pause it right there? That's exactly why people become Yankees fans. Yeah. It brings them joy. Only to shit on other teams. Uh-huh. So, like, they join up. Who is the team that has the most championships so I can, like, talk yeah. shit on other people yeah. like little bitch medicines? And then they become Yankees fans. It's their accomplishment. Right. So, it brings him much joy yeah. that we're making fun of him. Good. Yeah. It, it, will, actually, it will continue. His voice sounds exactly like the voice that you were doing when you were going at the Great Yankees. Yeah. The Great Yankees Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we got one from uh, Ross. What's up, Livecast? It's your boy, Ross. Ross. Sorry I haven't left the voicemail in a while. It's your baby boy, Ross. has softball games on Tuesday nights, and it's just a fucking hassle. Um, Just want to call and remind Rob that if he hasn't talked about them already, I cataloged who who came up with the episode names for episodes 299 through 323. Uh, I'll keep going, of course, uh, until Sid has his fill, I guess. Um, Sid, I love you. No, um, if you're not listening I, to him, I, I, women, this up, I think you really be I love into Sid him. too. Um, what did he just say? Uh, yeah, I really got nothing to say. Um, Go back. Uh, bye. Um, so it's two ninety nine through three twenty three. Uh, I'll keep going, of course, uh, until Sid has his fill. I guess. Um, Sid, I love you. Um, if you're not listening to him, listen to War on Women. I, I think oh. you really be into him. Um, uh, yeah, I really got nothing else to say. Um, uh, bye. That was a good call. Yeah. Unlike the previous one. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, that, that was, was like, call. that it's was so, kind of so like, bad, it's good. Yeah, it was ironically good yeah. how stupid it was. You just hear that accent and it's like instant, <sighs> like vomit comes up yes. from your esophagus. Yeah. You know? I didn't feel that to whoever well, that guy is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did he I leave was a name? Was there yeah, name? Kevin in Orlando. Because you're like not. You're, oh well. There's no. The only thing worse than like Yankees fans in New York is Yankees fans yeah, outside. The New white York. flight Yankee fan. <laughs> <laughs> Identify so much with the Bronx. Right. Fuck and wow. Brought that like like douchebag accent all the way down <laughs> oh, to Orlando. God. Oh, the here's don't need here's to hear another that. band that you guys are reminding me of. Venom. You're, you're oh, Venom. that's a good one. Yeah. 
Uh, we got an email. The fuck was that? It's <laughs> Venom. <laughs> Snake spewing Venom. Yeah. Uh, we got something from Lovely. Oh, cool. Good fan. Uh, uh, an email. Of course, you can email us if you don't want to leave a voicemail. You can email hate mail at metalinjection.net. They go, hey, guys, it's lovely. Happy Pride Month. Feeling okay-ish, depression-wise. That's great to hear. But my throat is tickling. Hmm. This is what I get for going outside ever during summer, I suppose. I The allergies are terrible right oh, now. My, my, do you hear I'm my voice? You. Sound like you. Yeah, no, it I. doesn't. It's like 10 times deeper. I have, and I've been coughing the whole show. I haven't noticed any of that. Maybe because I'm coughing. How dare you not notice me? (laughs) I notice you and your tiny head. (laughs) My big schnoz. (laughs) Metal Uh, schnoz. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, People listening to the show that don't know what Noah looks like, I'm just going to think it's like a giant nose on her neck, like walking by. (laughs) They all know what Noah looks like. That's the first thing our listeners Google once they listen to a new episode. We have blind listeners. Oh, fair. Okay, fair. <laughs> no injection is her handle, by the way. Uh, lovely Not says... Not Noza injection. Oh. <laughs> no S. No S in, the, in Noah. Lovely says, I don't begrudge you guys for forgetting my pronouns. I appreciate that you're trying your, breath, your best. <laughs> your, your breast. <laughs> oh, Robert. Uh, well, we appreciate that you're, you're so understanding, Lovely. And she says, that's the important Again. thing. Oh, and they say that's the important thing. <laughs> Here's a little helpful guide because they isn't the only word in my pronoun set. Their favorite band is Powerwolf. I hope things are going okay for them. They say that Lizzie Hale is their top tier gay crush. Only once have they ever purchased a concert ticket for themselves. I wonder if they're going to send another fun fact. That's v- very helpful. And I think that's a good um, attitude also, like not to speak for anyone who is like uh, gender fluid or anything. But I think like when, you know, when it's something that I care about, I like that if people get it wrong, like obviously I don't, I'm a cisgender male, but like Mm -hmm. I have other things that I care about. And when people make an effort, I appreciate that even if they screw it up. So I think, you know, it's you shouldn't get on people who use the wrong pronoun if their intentions are good. My opinion. Uh, Lovely ends the email with a fun fact. The average male ejaculation speed is 28 miles an hour. Mm. Mm, I wonder. (laughs) Now I want to get one of those like speedometers. The speed of the jizz coming out of the penis, you mean? No, no. The speed of my stroke before I jizz. I think, no, I I thought exit velocity. Yeah. 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 Oh, I see what you're saying. I took it. I'm not sure. Yeah, you're right. The average male ejaculation speed. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But now I just wonder what my (laughs) my stroke speed is. Three quarters the speed of light. probably. (laughs) (laughs) 0.75 C, you fucking jerking (laughs) off over there. (laughs) All right, we got one last voicemail, and it's a controversial one. Go ahead. Oh, we definitely, I thought we didn't agree whether to play the last episode, you said. Uh, That's a big one. Propping up dictatorships and genociders like Saudi Arabia and Israel. Mm Mm-hmm. This I is from Israeli that. guy. That was me Wait, saying that. Can you start with that you... from the beginning? He, he, sure, called he said me on off. the last episode you said, and then he played the clip. Here, he said specifically to... Darren. But... On the last episode, oh, okay. you said... Uh, That's a big Propping one. up dictatorships and genociders like Saudi Arabia and Israel. 
We were talking about things that the United States I want you to did. think again about what you said. Mm-hmm. To think if Israel and genociders are something you should say in the same sentence. Consider apologizing and uh, if we don't see eye to eye I might just call in to say what I think about what you said you're absolutely welcome to call in yeah you should call in yeah please call in I left and I would have a very respectful debate with you yeah um, but I would not apologize for saying that because it is a true statement that does not in any way mean that the people of Israel are bad people the citizens but you're of calling Israel. them all genociders. No, I'm just referring to the government of Israel as genocide. That would be like saying, yeah, like all Americans are bad because Donald Trump is our yeah. president. Like no, the, yeah, well, that's that's exactly what I took away from it. No, well, if that's what you took away, that is not my intention whatsoever. I'm sitting in a room with an Israeli person. I have nothing but uh, you know respect to you and other Israeli people unless they do something shitty. Uh, but that's anybody. It has Does their lang- do spoken language count as doing something? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good they're, point. They're verbal genociders, all well, of them. How about... Well, they genocide my ear. Well, yeah. really quickly, wh- why don't you elaborate on why you think that Israel are genocide? Uh, or they genocide. took over land that belonged to other people. They sh- put so them the into... US. Yeah, well, we're, we can have that discussion separately. That's can, also a thing Donald Trump did when can, he was questioned about Putin. I completely so, agree. So America's bad too. So now Noah well, and Donald Trump are on the same page. Oh, well, we don't have to. Atta- we don't have to. I think that. that was correct when Donald Trump did that. But uh, even mean, though he's a, still a scumbag too, he's. A I don't hypocrite, think it's right. The it's, actual statement was correct. I don't think it's right to say that land belongs to certain people. I mean, like, it it, it is. You know, like th- that's the situation right now. And I think the focus should be living peacefully with each well, other. Well, if we're going to solve the Middle East as crisis. Opposed to who, whose land b- belongs to who. Well, that would be fine if they weren't putting them into, like, you know, pens and restricting their movement and, you know, b- mowing their houses down with bulldozers. Then I would agree with you. But There are some human rights violations that the U.N. has called out. Like, they don't allow them to fix the land or bring anyone in to fix the land. Mm-hmm. It's just they're, like, I don't know. They don't allow who? The Palestinians, the like, Palestinians, or uh, areas that are run by a terrorist organization called Hamas. They blockade Gaza to keep out like food and medicine and stuff. And Israel also provides clean water and electricity. They and don't. A lot of them are like. Yes, they 90, do. I think ninety-five percent of Palestinians don't have like access to to clean water. Right, but so. that's because of their government. But no, but that's the ex- that's the excuse that Israel makes for not providing them. But it's, human it's not an excuse. So why? But why regular have- people are suffering because they're not because of uh, Israel, you know, beefing with Hamas. That's not, you know, that's a human rights violation. They're also, you know, I mean, they they take any opportunity to just like murder people who are dissenting from just like Hamas will take any opportunity to murder a gay person I, I agree I'm not defending, no Hamas, defending Hamas, Hamas but and and yes Israel has very progressive views on a lot of right issues it's the most so Israel, it's the most progressive country in that area but, Israel but, but there's the a lot of never on that the but there's a lot of great things that that go on in Israel but there's some shitty things as well that should be called out. I know, but that. you only call out that. And by the way, like the way that you said that, I remember kind of like f- feeling like uh, off put by it, mm-hmm. and I had to bite my tongue. But it did. You didn't seem, have to. I welcome you to say so. Like, I respect your input. It just it seemed like you were saying 
Israel, meaning everybody, and no, that includes me. And that includes not. a lot of people in Israel are, you know, are uh, victims of genocide, like my family. Mm-hmm. And it's just, uh, I don't know, it's just like too too harsh and sounded kind of ignorant. But I mean, that is what they're doing. They're, they're selectively killing and starving people based on their ethnicity. And you, you can't equate like uh, one side that has all the weapons and all the money and all the nukes and the other side that's oppressed by them lobbing a few rockets back at them. Those are not two equal things. And you can, it's the same thing to me as saying like, you know, uh, black people are thrown into prisons in, in the United States and abused and beat the fuck up by cops. But, oh, well, they also, you know, do carjacking sometimes. So, you know, it's equal. They're not equal. Like one side is the oppressed and the other side is the oppressor. Like I don't, I can't consider. But it's those not two only Israel equal. that oppresses them. It's also other countries that are surrounding. Them I agree with that. Side. Does that make it okay? No, of course it doesn't make it okay. Right. I no. By the way, what you just said, I agree with. I think Saudi Arabia is also one of the biggest oppressors of Muslim people. And you mentioned area. them in the yep the drop. I did. That's the that what that we were talking one. about was what is it that makes the U.S. so bad and shitty that uh, again not talking about Americans because I'm an American and I love this country. What makes our government so shitty? And two of the things I named are propping up Saudi Arabia and propping up Israel. I think I would have no problem with supporting Israel if they stopped doing the shit that they do. But we, and uh, and sorry, go ahead. also, I want to mention, like, no, you're for a two-state solution, right? You're not. Yeah, of course I am. Yeah, so I think... Uh, all- I, like, to me, the what really needs, like, the magnifying glass over is how religion just ruins everything religion is the root of all we're all on the same page on that one but i think what uh, i think a two-state solution is not feasible not that it's a bad thing Mm -hmm. but i think the only thing that works is a one-state solution where all right we have to go back to the beginning of israel and just acknowledge that this was a mistake to do like you cannot take people who are living in a place and say okay these people are living here now and you have to go here i'm sure israeli guy would argue that that's what happened to the the people who wanted israel i don't what do you mean like they were displaced from israel but that's fine but they have a grievance until the point where they start kicking someone else out and And also it doesn't matter even if they acknowledge it like so okay, and I, then well, I was getting to that. Okay. So I so we acknowledge that was a mistake. We also acknowledge that the people living in Israel now, who are Israelis and Jewish, had nothing to do with that. They just grew up there. They're mostly good people, mm-hmm. and they should also not have to suffer from, you know, this whole conflict either. So yes, so the government of Israel or whatever you want to call it, whatever the new name of this new mythical one state. Uh, state would be 90 seconds that's a good name is <laughs> i know but it like- has to be inclusive everyone has to have the same rights everyone has to have access to the same things medicine food they have to have the ability to live everywhere travel everywhere yeah, and not but be oppressed it's not it's more like you can't change the core of people and when they've been raised over generations mm-hmm. to like hate and to believe in god and god's will is this and blah 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 it's like right. it's too that's that's totally unfeasible. I, I didn't say it was feasible. I completely agree with you. It's a big hurdle. I don't know how to get over so it. We just but need to 
Get rid of religion. Get rid of religion uh, would that's be a lot nice. Easier. That seems way more. I don't think we should ban religion, but I do think there are ways to get rid of religion organically that don't involve. Hey, religion is illegal now. I feel like yes, like education. Yes, exactly. Critical thinking education yes. specifically. If you raise kids to, from the time they can talk to say, to question everything then you don't get that kind of shit. You don't get people believing in religion uncritically. Like, you get, well, why is that doesn't really make sense? Why? And then it's the, the, the adult's job to go, well, this is why, and there's science says this and that. And then you, that would kill religion in, like, 25 years, probably. Yeah. But well, we're nowhere near doing that, so. Uh, just because we have to wrap up the show. Israeli guy, you are more than welcome yeah. to leave a voicemail with your thoughts yes. on this. And you are a great contributor to this show. You've given us many good voicemails. There's no hostility. If, like Noah, you misconstrued my statement to mean that I am against Israeli people, that is incorrect. And I'm sorry if I did, gave that impression because that was not my intention. Clearly, one thing we did learn about all Israeli people based on all of this is that they are very defensive. <laughs> oh, fuck you. I didn't say it. Sid said it. Just want to point that out. Would you rather that or be a genocider? No, you got to pick one. Just like uh, uh, you know, people misconstruing that Sid asked for the uh, yeah episode title. Uh, all Jews sound alike, Darren. Uh, I also want to add to Israeli guy that I will be in Israel. Uh-oh. The last two weeks of August. Uh, when will we be landing at the airport? <laughs> uh, during Shabbos, because that's the best time to travel. No okay. lines. Uh, so maybe we can meet it for like coffee or, or like something. a BLT. Hummus? You could both uh, compare notes on what an asshole I am. <laughs> no. Just want to recap and say nothing against the Israeli people whatsoever. Israeli government go to hell. <laughs> government only. Well, They'll, no, it's like specifically Benny. Yeah. <laughs> BB. Most BB. most people our age do not like government and Good. Uh, i'm not so sure about how the politics work there in elections and stuff but i like from speaking to my friends they're really unhappy about and it. by the way since we mentioned how the government works they they don't allow like arabs are in there's so like a handful of two or three arabs in their in their what they what is the a knesset. parliament yeah the knesset but if they dissent in any way they boot them right the fuck out like there's no real arab representation unless they're lackeys you know so that's another reason why nothing. That I don't know. Like I don't know about that. Israeli guy will have to fill us in. Okay. All right. Can we? Wrap well, up? I think that was a, a very uh, spirited yeah. discussion about the topic. And very civilized, friendly, and yes, yeah. and I respect and I everything Noah said in her perspective. And I feel like that's what is missing in political discourse. There's two people, or in this case, you know, three, whatever uh, people coming in with different opinions, and instead of you know getting personal with the attacks. Everyone. I just get defensive. <laughs> I don't think uh, you did. Well, you one could argue that right defensive. there was a little bit of a defensive <laughs> statement. But, but towards Sid's criticism, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, it's not about uh, the Israeli thing. But yeah, you could you could discuss politics and not end up yelling. Just talk about it because ultimately, look, the two of you, Israeli guy, what you're talking about is not going to have any effect on what happens in the political landscape. You know, like having the, the, the differing opinions is going to not change anything in the in the world of politics, but it's good to talk about it. It's good to discuss these things, and we're glad to do it here on the Metal Injection Livecast. Ugh. <laughs> Don't end on that. Please. And that's going to be our show. <laughs> but uh, uh, I want to quickly mention, of course, we've mentioned a few times on the show, every episode of this show is available on Spotify. We're really excited about that, really proud. Amazing. You can check it out, stream it whenever you want. We're also on iTunes, Podcast App, Google Play. Rate and review. Uh, Stitcher, tune in. 
everything. All, all the good stuff. Zoom. YouTube. We're on the YouTubes. And, of course, you can follow us on social media. We and post we every do the, day. the show on Facebook Live every day. That's right. If you log into Facebook while we're live, you'll see our live stream, hopefully. If they give you that alert. And, uh, of course, we're on uh, Facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. Twitter.com slash MI Livecast. Pick up a shirt. Support the show. All the money goes back into making the show slightly better. You can go to metalinjection.net slash livecast, hit the merch button, buy a shirt or sticker. Said that already. Notepad, sweatshirt, lots of cool stuff. Mona Lisa Sid. Mmm, charming. (laughs) We're out of here. Okay, bye-bye, everybody.
like that, man. Just die. Sean, you can put and, anything um, up the butt. No, stop. Vampiro! Vampiro! Get your hand off my penis! I see that you know your Judah.